Hello, hello, hello. How's everyone doing today? This is Wanda, your host of Salty Coffee Podcast. How you doing, Ronaldo? Hola, hola. Como esta usted? Let's pick a word. Let's pick a word. A word in Spanish. The word of the day for Spanish. Let's translate it. Pick a word and we'll translate it. Bodega. <laughs> Bodega. <laughs> the Wind Dixie. The Wind Bodega. The Wind is Don't your clean bodega. Get the Windex. Get the Windex from the Windex. I got a better one. Um, mm-hmm. Emergency. Emergencia. Emergencia. Emergencia for the enfermo. Mm. You're sick? Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> How you doing today? I am. I'm well. I'm was was. I dozed off earlier after I got off work, mm-hmm. and so um, I not too long ago got up. So, you know, I needed to rest. I, you know, I'm working seven days a week. So, but I'm here. It's I'm up. ready. I'm up. I'm ready to go. Thank I'm ready you. To get Thank into you. it. Thank you. <laughs> De nada. De nada. I know it's it's been a an interesting week, an interesting weekend, and we I'm about to open up on the other platforms. So okay. welcome, welcome, welcome for those of you who are new. Welcome to Stereo App. And while you do that <laughs> over there, hmm? I don't see nobody in the audience. No, I know that's fine, but you know it's a recording, oh. so. Oh, okay. <laughs> It's the microphone check one two one two. I got it. Go do your thing. Check one two. All right, be right back. Hello, Stereo Land. This is your boy the Icon. You already know what it is, and I'm here with Salty Coffee. That's that Queen. This is outside the box. We're gonna be getting into. Are you ready? If an alert comes down in emergency situations, are you ready? What would you do? How have you prepared? What did you do to prepare? Do you even care about preparing if there's an emergency in your city, in your state, uh, if there's an evacuation, uh, a storm system, natural disaster? Are we ready? Are we on orange or red alert? How are you living your daily life versus what actually happens? Oh, we're going to talk about a few things tonight. Salty Coffee is getting all set up to make sure that our listeners that are, will be coming in on the live stream is ready to get into it with us. We do we do accept all comments, and we do encourage people to come in if you have anything to say in reference to the, the topic. Please feel free. Mm-hmm. Hello, hello, hello. This is Wanda, your host of Salty Coffee Podcast, along with my co-host. The Icon 6. <laughs> you know it. That's him. I'm sorry. Like we need to do that again. We need to do that again because I forgot to <laughs> add. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. This is Wanda, your host of Salty Coffee Podcast, along with my host. 
I am the one and only the icon rocking my new colors tonight. I stepped out of my men in black to step into my men of what this is, tan, whatever that is. How y'all doing out there? How y'all doing out there? Mm-hmm. Thank you for that. Yes, that's way better. I mean, seriously. (laughs) Speaking of emergency planning, I felt like I needed a little emergency planning out here with you right now with that soft welcoming. Um, (laughs) Outside the box, red light, green light, one, two, three. Tonight's conversation, as Icon was sharing with you all, is going to be about what to think if you haven't done so already or if you have it in case of an emergency and there was there was a couple of links that i have um accumulated and we'll add it on all of the social media platforms uh unfortunately i can't do it on stereo but i do have one on the website which is the www.saltycoffeepodcast.com i will also have it on the www.theicon6.com websites but um right now we're live on the icon boss six facebook page the salty coffee podcast facebook page and we're on twitch we're not on youtube tonight and we're not on twitter because the website you'll see the streaming live on the websites so um we're gonna do a little bit of replay on youtube and just stay with the uh, Facebook pages for now and the Twitch because the Twitch is the one that feeds the, the, our websites. So I don't know, uh, Ron or Icon, are you aware, have you been notified? Have you received anything in the mail for your county, your state, your, your area, your zip code? about what to do in case of an emergency? Uh, not recently, but I have before. Um, uh, the city of uh, Jacksonville do make sure that they keep up with uh, notifying its citizens um, about emergency things that's happening uh, beforehand. So, of course, you know, I'm in the state of Florida, so we are known for the hurricanes and things like that. So yeah okay so have you ever thought of googling it like to see what that looks like do you know if um your state or county like what are you aware of in general for emergencies like what is your if any um information base like what how far do you know what to do in case of an emergency and i know we um, we touched a little bit on this on mm-hmm. last week's pay and last last week's talk and we were talking about what was last week talk um oh i just lost my memory though i don't remember but i do know that we talked about emergency like oh um, last week's talk was about um, technology, transportation, and communication. What would you do if we lost it, right? <laughs> so in this case, 
we're talking about what would you do if you lost your mind or your memory? No, right. what would you do in case? And I thought it was important because a lot of people talked about, you know, emergencies like, oh, I wouldn't know what to do if, if there was no transportation or if there was no. And, and that goes to say that with that conversation last week, the emergency uh, planning is important. And I think a lot of us just go through our daily lives, getting up in the morning go, with a regular routine. And we're not, even when we've experienced things like September 11, Hurricane Sand, and I'm talking about New York, or even hurricanes in Florida, you know, people are still walking around like, oh, I'll just, I'll just wait until somebody tells me what to do. And I don't think mm -hmm. we should be living like that. I think if we have children, we should always be prepared, like Absolutely. really prepared. Yeah. That is, that is a fact. Uh, to answer your question, uh, one of the things that I do have readily available to help me stay updated is on my um, smartphone. I do have the app for my particular area. And um, I could also I also check the weather and what's going on uh, nationally. So okay. anytime there's something going on here on the smartphones, you get updates. Every emergency before it uh, reaches us or that we need to be prepared for is always a notification that comes through on the phone. So, and it directs us to what areas need to be doing what, if there's gonna be evacuations, where you need to go. So they do do a good job of making sure that that happens. And every time that we've had um, an emergency here or a hurricane or a storm system coming through, uh, not only for uh, Duval County, but the surrounding counties, Orange County and Clay counties and other counties, uh, also reaching down and giving us news all the way down the corridor to uh, Daytona, to Orlando, to Miami, coming on down. So we do get a, a good, healthy um, of a body of information to inform us as to what's happening and what we need to do. Okay, good. One of the one of the interesting things that I found out in doing research is that there seems to be a couple of differences between the type of emergency. So, you know, we have medical emergencies, um, like you said, weather emergencies. We have, um, so, so for example, um, ready.gov forward slash plan they they just have a plan for you and your family right um make an emergency plan which includes everything includes preparedness on know your alerts and warnings and there's in different languages 12 ways to prepare document and ensure your property safeguard critical you know like that's like the basic right and then mm -hmm. um so again that is ready.gov forward slash planning now one thing that i do know because i'm osha certified is emergency preparedness and response which is 
your place of employment. Every place that you work in is supposed to have an emergency preparedness and response. So let's say you are at work and something happens, your employer is responsible to make sure that they have an emergency plan for evacuation, for isolation, for um, any medical outbreaks that occur. They're supposed to have this plan. Uh, weather conditions, transportation, how do, how do you get to and from work if you need to? So that's first and foremost, your job is supposed to have um, based on OSHA standards, Occupational Safety and Health um, Administration, every place of employment in the United States is supposed to have an emergency preparedness at your workplace. This is from the United States Department of Labor, OSHA.gov forward slash emergency dash preparedness. So just so you're aware, your place of employment is obligated, your employer is obligated to have an emergency preparedness uh, and response. If you do not have one and you do not find one, make sure you get a copy so that your family is aware of where you're going to be at or what what happens, you know, and, and then that goes back into the make a plan. Going back to the ready.gov forward slash plan, you know, because I think sometimes we're so, you know, caught up with work, paying the bills, work, taking the kids to school. And speaking of taking the kids to school, yeah, schools are required in the United States to have an emergency prepared, uh, emergency planning. And that one, that website is schoolsafety.gov forward slash emergency planning. And I think it's important for all of us to look at, this is what's interesting to me, Icon. When, when I looked at the schoolsafety.gov page, mm -hmm. look, listen to these categories, bullying and cyberbullying. Cybersecurity, emergency planning, infectious disease and public health, mental health, school climate, targeted violence, threat assessment and reporting. Mm. So, and, and then emergency planning happens to be a category within all of these things, right? But I'm looking at it like, what if the bullying and cybering is a, a threat to the school? Is that included in the emergency planning? Like a school threat, a bomb threat, you know, they, they have those a lot, um, mm -hmm. those type of things. And, you know, when you send your children to an institution that you signed up and enrolled them in, right? Because is is the government requirement for you to do this if you have a social security and you have a birth certificate um at the end of the day you don't you're not obligated to send your children to public school you can send them to private school but at the end of the day the government wants to know what your child is doing at all times right because they mm -hmm. did get that birth certificate <laughs> so 
Um, if your school, if your children's school doesn't have an emergency planning or they don't take the time to do this with you on, on a parent-teacher's conference or on a Zoom meeting, make sure that you are aware what that is in case of an emergency in the school or in your county or in your state, whatever that is. And one thing that doing this research that I found was difficult was the terrorist um, alert. And this is why the title is Red Light, Green Light, One, Two, Three. Because if you recall or don't recall, or I don't know if you saw the news in, in us, during September 11, yeah, immediately after, after September 11, we had these orange, red, orange, we, you know, one day we were orange. So I was looking for that. Like, wh where do we find those at? Where do we find the orange alerts, the red alerts? Where do we find those at? And how do we get communicated on the category of the emergency? Because I recall COVID not being a category at all. All they well, were, in my opinion, go ahead. No, I was going to say when uh, during the time of COVID, by it being uh, termed the epidemic, um, I think what they were doing was putting more information out over the news and within the different, um, as information was coming in, about that, that they was alerting their, um, I guess through the CDC and other um, institutions of um, medical, right, medical facilities. That's how they got that information out. So I don't know if if I have to really look into that again as when it yeah. comes to like a, a national threat or a domestic threat within the country. Uh, right. uh, or certain aspects of the country that's when they begin because I think that comes from the Pentagon coming on down uh, when there's a, a national threat <coughs> or some form of domestic uh, terrorism going on within the country that they use that system. Yeah, and I went into the CDC's website on their section for emergency planning and training and response and it sort of kind of has um, a little bit of a lot of things, you know, water, um, anything related to floods and how that can be a danger to residents and us humans. <laughs> um, environmental health and emergencies and disasters, you know, as the CDC. And we can, we'll know I think that's what was chaotic from COVID in 2020 because there was co conflicting information being dispersed differently. I remember on 2020 for COVID, I was doing jury duty, right? And even though we heard what we heard in the news, there was nothing really clear other than make sure you go buy food because we're running out of food. And mm -hmm. I'm like, what's what's really going on? Like, why can't I have one place to go to to know this emergency plan? You know, then it was a combination about where to get your food, how to get your food, 
versus what you're not going to get versus you need to wipe everything down and wash your clothes. And that was the important thing because you can, you can catch this. People are dying. People, you know how chaotic that, I don't really think this government did a good job anywhere in any state on dispersing the, the um, importance of this pandemic. I think they did a horrible job. And I think one of the things that I learned was to just stay calm and, you know, just not overdo it. <laughs> like some people were doing. I mean, people were wearing gloves, masks, over mask, over mask, um, using chemicals like bleach to clean everything, you know, and doing things that they never really did before, like wash your hands after <laughs> every time you went to the bathroom. I'm like, what do you mean people are not washing their hands? Like, what the heck? Mm -hmm. um, so I think it's important for us to look at these links. So I got the um, ready.gov forward slash plan, which gives you an overall plan in many different languages, Spanish, French, Haitian Creole, Japanese, Korean, Russian. So there's really no excuse. But this one, the ready.gov forward slash plan is the general one for you and your family to um, actually how to create a plan um, for evacuation, medical, whatever it is, the category is in there on that page. They also have uh, FEMA.gov. Did you want to say something? No, I was just going to say, uh, I think, you know, even from back in the day, uh, when it comes to emergency planning and things that you need to do for different uh, emergencies within um, your state, uh, within your, uh, your, your city, uh, county, and, and again, nationally, if it's, there's a national threat, uh, I think at this point, I think we, someone said the other day about, you know, uh, knowing what to do or things that you should already have uh, available um, at this point. Because when whatever state that you live in, you pretty much know what kinds outside of just the threat of some foreign agency or something like that. The different types of things that happen within your state. Again, in the state of Florida, we know that there's hurricanes. There might be rain systems and stuff like that. Every now and again, I hear something about tornadoes. So, you know that in order that if that's going to happen, you have to be stocked up on certain things. Or uh, again, when these broadcasts come out through the phones, you know that's when people tend to more people tend to start moving towards the stores and stuff like that to try to go get the different items that that most of us should have. I know I'm not fully stocked um, when it comes to those things. I've been fortunate, too, um, that it hasn't been really bad because I do live close to a bridge, and I know that on in my area that if a storm system is coming through, they're going to tell you about that, about uh, they'll shut the bridges down if necessary okay. because of the swelling of the water and stuff like that. So. I think they pretty much have us where we should be able to recognize and or get the, the notifications or through the broadcast, whether that's through TV, the news or what have you, to be ready right. to go. And I think when you get a, a 
a weather broadcast alert that you need to evacuate, um, you should have, you should be ready to find a place outside of where you're at. Like you should have at least five options of where to go if if you had to evacuate and then understand that you may have to be away from the area for a good they say maybe two months expect two months before you can come back in 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 a really hectic um flood i guess conditions right so or permanent Look what happened to um, the people in uh, Hurricane Katrina. They had to go back into, what's that noise? What noise? Oh, I hear a little clicking noise. Maybe that's me. Are you, are you hearing things? <laughs> <laughs> are you hearing things too? Yeah, I hear like a clicking noise, like a chirp. Oh, mm -hmm. you have me on speaker. You on speaker? Yes, I'm on speaker. And okay. my phone is laying on the arm of my, right here next to my, um, my head. Okay. So, um, I think, you know, with Hurricane Katrina, you know, people ended up going to the, um, that, uh, the dome, what's that place called? The Superdome at the time. Yeah. That was the name of it. Mm -hmm. um that's where everyone and and here in new york we have um public schools we have uh stadiums yankee stadium stuff like that but i i, I want to make sure that people ha I, i'm sure a lot of people who have who are ocd are very well prepared for in case of an emergency but i think what i'm getting at right now is begin to to think about you know do are you really prepared you know just having a backpack with your essentials your your passports you know your documents you know don't depend too much on putting your documents in a bank safety deposit box don't depend to like have your own safety deposit box and and drill that shit into the ground <laughs> so that it's not stolen or burned or anything like that you know what that's one way of making sure your stuff is secured but um on this uh ready.gov forward slash evacuation they have before evacuation learn the types of disasters that are likely in your community and the local emergency evacuation and shelter plans for each specific disaster which makes sense right so you need to you said in florida you have these um floods or hurricanes or um tornadoes have you had tornadoes you do get tornadoes right yeah every, every now and again that a tornado will touch down here in in, in florida in certain parts of florida yes okay they have occurred then it says plan how you will leave and where and where you will go if you are advised to evacuate so already that's like self-explanatory check with your local officials about what shelter spaces are available for this year so that's mm. so that means that every year it may change mm -hmm. so that's something to look into 
Identify several places you could go in an emergency, such as a friend's home, in another town, or a motel. Choose destinations in different directions so that you have options during an emergency. If needed, identify a place to stay that will accept pets. Most public shelters allow only service animals. So that's good to know. Because mm. how, many, how many times we won't see our pets swimming around in a flood? You know? Be familiar with alternative routes or routes and other means of transportation out of your area. So for instance, for me, if I had to leave the Bronx, I should, and I had to go to Jersey, let's say, I should be familiar with the transportation in Jersey, which I am. I do visit Jersey, um, some friends and stuff through public transportation. So that's a good thing to know. Mm -hmm. Always follow the instructions of local officials and remember that your evacuation route may be on foot depending on the type of disaster. And you and I spoke about this when I asked you the last time, well, what would you do? <laughs> and you said, I just follow instructions. I'll just follow what the military people was, you know, will tell you to do, which is good. Mm -hmm. um, Absolutely. Come, come up with a family slash household plan to stay in touch in case you become separated, have a meeting place and update in it depending on the circumstances. Okay. Oh, so this, okay. So if, if I'm evacuating with the girls and we get separated at some point for whatever reason, have a meeting place in plan, have a meeting place in plan. Mm -hmm. um, assemble supplies that are ready for evacuation. Prepare a go bag you can carry when you evacuate on foot or public transportation and supplies for traveling longer distances if you have a car. So here's the good one. If you have a car, keep a full tank of gas if an evacuation seems likely. Keep a half tank of gas in it at all times in case of an unexpected need to evacuate. Gas stations may be closed during emergencies and unable to pump gas during power outages. Plan to take one car per family congestion and delay. And I think based on many cases, I don't even think this happens. And that's why there's so much congestion because everybody's trying to leave at the same time um but you know a lot of people can't leave their homes whether that be because they're physical um unable physically unable to do so mm -hmm. so that's what we need to know for, for those who we have families you know who are unable to do this stuff and they're by themselves you know that's something to look into Make sure you have a portable emergency kit in the car. If you do not have a car, plan how you will leave if needed. Decide with family 
friends or local emergency management office to see what resources may have or may be available. So here in the city, usually, um, like so far in the 53, 52 years that I've been living here in New York, I think um, the only truly emergency one time that we had, I mean, we've had a couple of power outages, but it wasn't considered an emergency until it was like summertime one time and we lost mm -hmm. power. <laughs> so people were getting sick because of the heat, right? Um, and a lot of people died of heat stroke and stuff like that, but um, it wasn't really considered an emergency. You just couldn't go anywhere at night, right? Um, when September 11 happened, uh, there was really nowhere to go. <laughs> so uh, a terrorist attack can be kind of tricky for for urban places. So the only one that I consider that was um, where we really needed a plan, an emergency plan, was this last one with the pandemic. Um, we, none of us were prepared for that, right? And I think that's why it's important for us to have, you know, um, money stored somewhere in our home or in family members' home. Um, now with, you know, Bitcoins and all of that, hopefully we can have a multiple, uh, distribution of currency type because you know, you may go to a place where they're like, nah, we just take Bitcoins or cryptocurrency. We don't take cash or anything like that or digital money, if you will. Um, so, yeah, I, I think. Overall, for those of you who are listening, if you have an emergency plan right now for you and your family, uh, Please press the heart button if you're unable to come up or leave a comment with your plan or if you have one. The question right now is if you really have one. Um, if you don't have one, do you know the differences of the types of emergency planning? We went over um, the CDC one. We went over the most important one for, for in my opinion, is the United States Department of Labor. I think this is so important because I don't really think people are aware of how responsible your employer is for you. Your employer is responsible for the minute you leave your home, not when you get there and punch in, from the time you leave home to the time you get back home. So like, let's say you, you start nine to five, their response, and let's say your commute is one hour, your employer is responsible for you from eight o'clock to six o'clock. The same thing goes for your children. Your, your, the school, the public school that you sign them in to and enroll them in. You're breaking the up school a little bit. I'm what? You were breaking up a little bit. Oh, sorry. The the um, public school systems, they're responsible for your children from the time they leave their house to the time they safely get back. 
So if your child has to commute from your home on a school bus or in public transportation, the public school is responsible for your children. I cannot um, say how much this this means because we have been talking about missing children and um, you know uh, human trafficking and. When we spoke about those things, we talked about forced labor and we talked about children. So I, I want you to be very aware that if you go to the United States Department of Labor page under the OSHA, Occupational Safety and Health Agency, you're gonna read a lot of things that your employer is responsible for. And if you don't find the things in your industry or your place of employment, uh, human resources or website or whatever, you can't find that information, ask for it. Because we're living in a, in a world right now that active shooting is a thing, is, is becoming the norm. We, we are not aware of fire exits. I don't know what's going on, but I don't understand how uh, people who are running businesses now think that they're going to skim through those safety standards. And these are safety standards that not only help people who understand it, but it's for everybody. And, and many times people get upset at me because I'm like, okay, so why is this, why are you always looking at the fire extinguishers and why do you, because I'm certified in the safety guidelines of these things. And I get upset when I walk into a place of business and you don't even have an exit door or you just have one means of egress and, and entrance. That's not how it's supposed to work. When, when you go to a place, an establishment that serves you, or, or your family, like let's say you're gonna go eat somewhere and have that conversation with your children and your friends. Hey, where's the exit? You know, like pay attention, pay attention to what you never look at ever. And, and one of the things that I find interesting is that a lot of us don't even know until it happens. If, if, if you're sitting by, the entrance or in the middle of a restaurant and a shootout happens at that time, would you know what to do? I mean, the, the first instinct is to drop onto the floor, right? But would you know what to do? And if your place of employment is not providing you this training, that's a problem. Because we're living in an environment where clearly nobody's doing anything about gun control, nobody's doing anything about the drugs, nobody's doing like it's just it's just crazy to me that we're living in a world where constantly in the news you hear how many people are dying from gun violence. Mm -hmm. So emergency preparedness doesn't just mean floods, a pandemic, a fire, or you know, where you have to evacuate. It also means that the daily things we do in our buildings, make sure your smoke detector is replaced and working functioning properly. 
Make sure that if you have a sprinkler system in your building of your place of employment, that you know where the exit doors are. If there are exit doors that are locked because people can't are not supposed to come in from the outside, they need to fix that. You should be able to exit in case of an emergency. And know your surroundings. Know where you're at. Know find and if you can't find something, ask. How do I get there? Do you have the floor plan? I know people who have worked with me for 32 years, well, some, some 20, some 15, that they just, from their house to their office and cubicle, from their cubicle to, that's it. They don't venture out nowhere else. And if you ask them, where's the this or where's the that, they're like, oh, I don't know. How do you not know? Be nosy for, for once. <laughs> And if you work in a building that has multiple um, industries within it, within it, know what those industries are, know how they're affiliated with any other country or anything like that, because, you know, that's a safety measure for yourself. Know where you're working at. How many times, Icon, have you heard of someone going to, even the kids today they're like oh i i don't i uh what do you mean if you had to call 911 would you be able to give the address of where you work at that's another thing a lot of people work in the place and they don't even know the address they just know that it's something hall let's say for example salty coffee hall i work right here at salty coffee hall luckily we have technology where the, when you call 911, they can track you, right? Mm -hmm. But there are a lot of times where by then it's just kind of late because <laughs> we all know that you have to be on the phone for at least what, what's the time limit before they can actually get to it. I'm not, you I'm know, not they show, yeah, you know, they show that in the movies sometimes where it's like, oh, we got to wait like. 10 minutes or five minutes or something. Keep them on the phone as long as possible to get a beat or a signal or are you talking about in that 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 type of a situation? Yeah. Like when you call 911, sometimes mm -hmm. they, you know, they ask you where you're at because it takes the tracking of where you're at may take longer sometimes, depending on where you're at. So um I mean that's pretty much what the talk is about tonight is just a, a trigger for people to pay attention, know your rights, know that your employer is responsible for you um, from the time you wake up in the morning and leave to work to the time that you come back. And it, it doesn't have to be in writing anywhere. That's just um, the known, the known for the longest. The same thing with the school for if you're in college or if you and you commute or if your children go to public school, same thing. So here are the websites um, again that you can review, which is ready.gov forward slash evacuation. That's like the main general one. Um, and I'll have that um, I know I'm not on YouTube tonight, but I'll I'll post it, I'll repost it on YouTube as a as a MP4. Um, FEMA, 
.gov has an emergency manager's national preparedness plan. Uh, schoolsafety.gov has an emergency planning that you can look into and see what that looks like for your children and yourself. The, the United States Department of Labor, OSHA, they have one um, there that, re that is for employers, um, but for employees to know their rights within that, that um, requirement, mandated requirement. CDC.gov is for emergency planning and training and response. They actually have courses on there for you on how to evacuate, which is um, awesome. So the, the CDC, they have water, sanitation, and hygiene related emergencies. Um, and the photo that they show is like a flood. So maybe that's why. And that's about it. If you have any questions or if you have any remarks, Icon, I know you've been kind of quiet because you just woke up from a nap. <laughs> no, you are you and your spirit and you you are you and your G4 and you flying. Uh, and and forgive us for those that's in the foundation. We did not uh, have an opportunity to properly acknowledge you all, Shonda. Uh, thank you for coming, Doc Bay. Power up. So for Renee and for the those who. Uh, came in for a, a brief moment and left out, hopefully. And those that's in Black the shower, absolutely. So we do want to acknowledge you. And we are talking about being uh, prepared for emergencies of any kind that may occur within the borders of what we call the United States, uh, in your city, in your state, um, whether that's a domestic or a outside threat or inside threat. We need to know what what's going on we need to know how we're going to prepare ourselves to get to refuge do we know where to seek refuge you know we want to make sure because a lot of people you was talking about uh or the hurricanes here when i was talking about the hurricanes and you mentioned about people when it's time to evacuate and i come to learn that most of the fatalities come after the hurricane because people be so in a rush to get back to their properties and their down lines and some of those lines, uh, power lines be live and people get electrocuted, you know? So um, it's best to make sure not only to have a plan of, of how you're gonna move and what you're gonna do and the resources that you need uh, in case the power outages go out, or if you have to evacuate where you're gonna go, be also be ready to listen to those uh, first responders or those who are in position, uh, position to let you know what to do, you know, uh, and move accordingly. You know, sometimes you're going to have situations where the National Guard has to come in. And again, I was telling Salty, when the National Guard come in, you know, these people are really uh, um, about what they're about. And they don't come to play. They come to take care of business. Whatever the threat is or whatever the situation, if it's to help, because of certain things to, to evacuate people when they come, you want to listen to these people. But I think it would be best, uh, and I think most people, most of us already know, because we live in this country every day, every week, every month, every year, every day. We stay here, so we pretty much know what's going on. And through our smartphones, we do get the notifications through uh, television broadcasts, uh, you know, when there's an emergency, you know, they'll, they'll take, uh, stop all programming. They still do that. 
and make sure, I don't care if you listen to the radio, if there's something going on, they will stop all regular programming and make sure that you know what's happening. And I think it's and it's, and it's and it's always good and best to make sure we have our ears ready for that because, you know, especially for the little ones and our older people, people that's in hospitals or uh, uh, that can't uh, take care of themselves. So we 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 must always have a plan ready. And just things in our home, you know, regular things like Salty was telling me about uh, the radios. You know, making sure you have if the phone. We were talking about the technology last. Well, that was last. Um, last week. Last Sunday, yeah. Last Sunday, and even just having one of those because if the telephones go down during an emergency too, how are we gonna contact each other? You know. Right. So it's it's it's. Imp- I mean, we have to take the type of time, the same type of time that we put in to other things that we do when it comes to our leisure time whether that's traveling whether that's vacationing whether that's taking the children to Walt Disney World or whatever the case may whatever we do in our leisure for fun the same type of planning that we put into that the same type of savings we put into that it's always good to make sure that we're communicating with one another especially within our family groups uh, our friend groups or what have you that we're putting the same type of planning in that for uh, uh, for the emergencies that will come, because it's gonna happen. It happens. It happens all the time. So that's that's all I have to really add on to that. Absolutely, and I think, um, yeah. If you didn't hear the the message last week about what would you do if transportation, technology, and communication was erased you know, what would you do? So with emergency planning, yes, you should have radios. I have walkie talkies that are always plugged in and charged in case um, systems go down or networks go down or these carriers get so upset or we get nationally hacked by another country. So um, it's important to have those uh, radios available just in case we're not able to get the emergency broadcast alert system on our cell phones. We can get it through the radio, a regular radio analog. So you may call me old and panicking and, oh, my God, salty coffee, why? But um, nobody was ready for COVID when COVID happened. People lost mm-hmm. their jobs. They didn't know what to do. Um, fortunately enough for some of us, we were able to maintain our work and we were able to maintain our homes, but that did not happen for a lot of people. Um, what would you do if your parent passed away tomorrow? Would you know what to do at 18, 19 or 20, you know, or, you know, so please make sure that you communicate with your family that don't live with you. Hey, in case an emergency, this is where we're going to meet. This is who's going to help who. Do you have a space in your home that's available for other family? Like, these are the things that families, when they get together for Thanksgiving, and you're thankful that you have a family to go and eat, um, have that conversation on Thanksgiving this year. You know, in case of an emergency, who, what house we're going to, and and or if you currently have children, have drills, have drills in case of an emergency, fire, power outage, whatever it is, have a drill once a month 
where everybody's prepared and ready and they know what to do and where to go and who to call. There are many times that we're so used to our phones and we, we spoke about that last week, how people forget phone numbers, have a phone book in place. Mm-hmm. Have a little book with everybody's contact information and what happens if you can't contact them because their phone is not working. Hello. <laughs> so those are the things that um, we should be looking into. Um, it's just nothing to be panic about, but just be prepared. Be prepared to let all of your stuff burn down or get in a flood and know that your life is more important than any of those things, material things. We have and nothing matters the- more. Nothing matters more than your life and your family. Okay, let's um, go, Blake. I don't know. Hello, shout out to Miss Sonny. Hello, Icon. How are you? Hello to the listeners. This is Tenacal TS, ma'am. This is on these stereo streets. Hi, Technical. How are you? And welcome. Can you see your screen, Wanda? Because, um, are I can. You okay. Um, I, I hate to try to cut in. I, I know you're trying to get a lot of information out. Um, take a breather, babe. Yes, and that's very important because that's definitely what I do with my family, with my sons. I make sure that they understand the basic necessities on getting shelter, even if they are in that wilderness. So we definitely teach deep on like um, TPs and you know stuff like that you can make with just three logs. You know they know to wet the grounds if possible to get them sticks in there so they can have things. You know you can use leaves, certain things, just you know. And then it's important like we are teaching them to hunt. And to make spears and stuff out of wooden sticks as well as the um, the archery, you know, um, the bow and arrow. They love it. Absolutely. I think also... Um I was never a participant of the Girl Scouts, but I think it's important um, for adult scout <laughs> that we go through those and and hopefully somebody will have a course on those basic, you know, survival kits on how to survive in the wilderness. Because if you're from an urban area, you're not very familiar with even how to feed yourself if you had to, right? We're so dependent on just convenience, you know, going to convenience stores and stuff like that. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, I think we can go back into adult scouts. You know, why does it only have to be children? I was never. Um, were you part of uh, Boy Scouts or? No, I was never part of Boy Scouts. But again, I grew up in the I'm a country. I'm a country boy. So my Boy Scout is every day of my life growing up because I grew up in an area where we did a lot of fishing. There was a lot of hunting going on, and we uh, we was very adventurous 
children. So a lot of a lot of my um, survival skills and our survival skills came from just being out in nature a lot of the time. So you're good. I'm sorry. Okay. So yeah. So um, <laughs> we we went over earlier just a couple of um, uh, websites links um, about just looking at em emergency planning for your family, you and your family. Um, they will be available on my website and the Icons website. I think some of them are already there. But the one main one that um, I recommend everyone to look at is ready.gov forward slash evacuation. Um, and that one is a general plan for you and your um, family, including uh, pets as well. Pet, they have pet information, they have all of that. And so we have one more comment. That's good, girl. See, I like that because we need to, today, a lot of adults, to be honest, will tell you what they will not do. Until mm -hmm. people are faced with certain tasks and things like that, they wouldn't know what they would have to do. Like, I'm glad, like, in my grandma's yard, there was a tree. We had learned. We was we played on the tree. We climbed up the fence, got on the tree, climbed all through the tree, swung down on the other side, hang. Like, we did, you know. Oh, excuse me, you guys, for Yana. I'm just so relaxed right now. Um, but, yes, it's just so much. And it's so much that people, adults, are not even thinking about. When, when things go wrong and electricity go out, a lot of people will not know how to survive. And that's being real. Seriously. Absolutely. Thank you, Technical. Technical, I think I have that effect on people. I make people yawn and go to sleep. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, snap. And a lot of people don't know how to guard, and you can't even get nobody to wash them out a pair of underclothes by hand anymore. You know what I'm saying? People don't know too much about fishing. People don't know about what insects they can eat. You know, um, when I learned that pigeons is a clean bird that you can eat, I had to question myself, like, well, then why don't we eat these pigeons? Because where I live in Ohio, it's this strip mall, and I'm telling you, it be filled with pigeons, and I'm like, you know what? I know if power go out, whatever, whatever, I'm going to be going in that strip mall with me a little cage, and I'm going to be getting me some pigeons to go inside <laughs> that cage, okay? For real. I'm be eating pigeon. You hear me? Okay. <laughs> we used to we used to hunt for robins. That's what we used to do. Me and my um my my friends growing up, um and the pigeon, the baby pigeons, the quails before they leave the nest. I've also heard that too, uh technical. Um and, and I'm gonna tell you something, uh again, people that come from the islands, um people that come from hard living. Hard living also prepares you. Like when when you don't have all the necessities in life, uh, some of your survival skills come in come into play right there too. You know when you have to do things, uh, because of the necessity of 
you know, the circumstances at that time. And I think, again, I, there's a instinctively, I think if we're put in a situation where we have to do something, uh, we're going to we're going to move into action. But it's also, I think, very important to inform yourself, because, again, I was just last week when I was talking, I think um, Smoke Every Day, he was in the, he was in the room and he was talking about uh, being in the part of Florida. And I was I remember talking about going into the woods and finding the wild grapes and stuff. And they have two types of grapes in the wild. And one of them is called snake berries. And the snake berries look just like the, the wild grapes that grow. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and you have to know that you have to know the difference between those berries, because if you get to the snake berry and you don't know what you're doing, you're poisoning yourself. So that's why it's always imp- it's always important to understand uh, the world around you, not just from this technical. I know with the technology now, which we also can use to go to the search engines to look up stuff. You know, we we have to really make that a part of our priorities to know if anything happens. If I had, to, if there wasn't a Win Dixie or a Kroger or a Walmart, how the hell am I going to eat? How the hell am I going to live? What what? Really, like in times of those type of mercy, and I'm telling you, it may be coming down the line. We don't know. We don't. We don't know what's gonna happen if certain things crash. You know, but we do. We we should want to know how to access this earth, which provides everything for us. You know. Anyway, take it over, Salty. Let's get into these messages. Oh, Salty Coffee and Iconic by I'm Crystal on this platform for the listeners. Wanted to come through real quick, support you, of course, and tune in for a little bit. I am still working, uh, so I just want to just support y'all real quick and then get off. <laughs> and I just want to see how y'all doing. How's everybody doing down there as well in the audience? How you doing, Crystal? I, I, I want to say this to Crystal. Please forgive me for not making it earlier. I I was at work and I got off work and my intentions were to come through and I heard that the book that you have is an excellent read. It's a well-structured book uh, and it's going to do some some big and powerful things um, for those who want to get into the world of entrepreneurship and things of that nature. So salute to Crystal uh, and again, be safe out there on that road uh, working out there. I just wanted to be able to say that to her. Thank you. And for those of you who who may have not known or know, um, I am Crystal. Um, please make sure you follow her, Crystal Harley, um, also known as I am Crystal on the Stereo app. She uh, created an ebook for Entrepreneur in the Making, and it's an amazing book. So make sure you click on her. Uh, profile right here on stereo app or come back to the talk on salty coffee where you'll find the links to order the book absolutely um, it's amazing yeah you ain't never lie man i can't listen i went three months without no electric it was it was a struggle i ended up getting sick i was in a hospital I had to get three blood transfusions. Um, ended up going through 15 bags of plasma a day for almost a month. Do you know, I loved it, though. 
you know, before I got ill, I got healed and everything. But I'm just saying, like, the candlelight, you know, like, you do everything you got to do before the daytime. You know, the daytime is over. Then it was like, you know, I get to light my candles, you know, when it got dark. We had to grill out where we did our little bonfire stuff, you know, with the little vegetables, like the sausage, baby corn with the cabbage, you know, all this stuff, you know, like a boil. It was great. I loved it. Absolutely. That's that country. Those are the best times. Yeah. The best times um, growing up in and visiting Dominican Republic where the power would just go out. And those were the best times, you know, aside Mm -hmm. from the mosquitoes being all over the place, um, you know, around you and and messing with you. um, You know, you you spent quality family time together. So I think that's that's important, too. Um, sometimes we should just do an emergency shutdown on within our own homes and see how, how the kids react. Because there's some kids that you, the, the the internet goes out, that's when they come out their rooms and reach out to someone. <laughs> and you're like, wait, what just happened? Um, but yeah, I think we should do that with our kids and and have the drill, have the drill of power out, one day power outage. And see how much, how long can you survive without a power outage? That's how long does the refrigerator? Yeah, how long does the refrigerator last? Um, mm-hmm. how, what do you have in your cupboards that can be um, dry food or dry? You know, what can you do if you don't have any water? Do you have water stored? You know, those are the things. If you have two bathrooms, have one bathroom with two containers of water. Whatever you know. Um, but I think we should think about those things seriously and and just be ready because you just never know. Yeah. Yeah, I hope. I hope. um, Technical. I think either your headpiece, um, either if you have the Bluetooth, it may have come off, and your phone is in a bag. So we heard some of it, but I I heard some of it. She just said it was Mm -hmm. wonderful. um, Uh The the moment of having that experience of not having any power. (laughs) Did you want to say something? Yeah. What I wanted to say to uh, Technical T. First, first and foremost, um, in that message that you uh, brought forth about the the, the transfusions um, that you was getting, first of all, we're thankful that you that you're here with us and among us, and to share with us, you know, memories of a time, um, not too long ago, but seemed to be so far away, uh, which brings back to mind how far we've gotten away from being able to have that type of 
that type of family structure unit where there was love, where we did have to depend on each other. We did have to know how to make do, how to improvise, and how to do other things. And uh, I know a lot of the times when we have uh, our shows, uh, whether it's outside the box or C uh, COTG, Circle of the Gods, and talking about the social constructs, this is what it's coming from because, again, we know that there is a concerted effort uh, by those in positions of power to really try to dumb us down to where we be we are totally 1000% dependent upon them. And when, they, and when we don't have the ability to lead ourselves or have a group formulated or a unit uh, among the collective where we can rely on each other, depend on each other in hard times, doing emergencies, it really says a lot. So. I, I'm I'm really thankful uh, to Technical. Uh, God bless you, and may He continue to keep you strong, uh, and and continue to keep you coming through and and helping us to further the further the conversation. So I just want to say salute to you, Technical T. Okay, where am I? Oh, here we go. And it's just when people find out about these things, you know, with their knowledge. They end up using things for their own reason, and that's what happens when people do get power and they get put in these authority-type places. That's just period, and that's real. So, you know, it's great to just have these humbling experiences so, to where you can be within all humility and appreciate what you do have and be grateful. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. React. Dang, I said that in the message and you just said it so you understand exactly where I'm coming from. And now when you play my message, watch. You're going to hear I said it. Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> That's amazing. Yes, man. I appreciate it. Salty Coffee as well as Icon. And no worries, Icon. Um, it's always a replay button. And I appreciate Salty Coffee once again for supporting me as well. And thanks for the compliment. And I'm not on the road, Icon. I'm in the house. Uh, I was somewhat working with the ebook part. But thank you. Appreciate you. But I'll be listening as I'm doing that until I get off uh, multitasking. So great content thus far, what I've been hearing. I'm still listening and um, appreciate everybody once again. Absolutely, absolutely. Thank you. Dr. All right, so Salty Coffee and Icon. So let us go ahead and put on that all black and call it Blackout. Yeah. Blackout 2023. What you think about that, Joe? All black for the 2023. I think that is hot for Blackout. So people can start to learn to go without technology and be more intuitive with your families. I think that's beautiful. Yes, ma'am. What do you think? We can have a blackout day. Instead of, um, well, you know me, I don't celebrate any holidays. We can start our own, a blackout. <laughs> no, you I know, mean, it's a great idea. You know, black is, black is my favorite color. It is your uh, favorite color, absolutely. Black is my favorite color, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think that's a good idea. Maybe for your birthday, we can do it. <laughs> and for my birthday, yeah. Black on my birthday, yes. Thank you. 
no no gifts no no nothing no text yeah blackout everybody everybody's gonna have to come and see you for your birthday in person I with the lights out survival. i keep surviving <laughs> with a bonfire and just go fishing i mean that's a great idea absolutely it is we did have yeah, my uncle, he used to have fish fries and stuff and have us all come over. We used to go over there every week and everything, like days. They would come over to my grandma's, just pop up out the blue. Today, you can't pop up on nobody without calling them. And then if they don't answer, they going to block you or whatever. It's just like, it's no more visitation like how it used to be. People expected unexpected surprises, like people wanted to come over and see them it was like you felt like somebody was thinking about you today it's like don't you call me don't you get my number out don't you just pop up at my house like what you supposed to do then <laughs> like but everybody be watching you on your social media and seeing what you're doing instead of just seeing what's up that's because I just believe people have ill intentions. They, they, if they don't have a purpose, like if they can't use you in a way, they don't want to deal with you for real. That is true. That and that's that's what's uh, starting to happen more frequently. Um, that human connection, that that old school round the uh, bonfire uh, type love that we used to have for one another and for those that still remember those things and those who have really instilled that in their children um this is what we're talking about we we have to be just as focused as those who are trying to rob of rob us of these abilities our creativity that we get through our connection to nature like we're spiritual beings we're spiritual people and i get it the technology it's a it's a gift and a curse. I, I I can't say that because you can do some good things with the technology, uh, but also it it really kind of like desensitizes us in our human capacity to to love one another. I mean, just to be in a situation where I, I know we're talking about emergency. Well, this is a state of emergency to where we can be around each other and don't even talk to each other. We rather text. Right. And then they have a real conversation. So we're losing the ability to even communicate. And that's what we're talking about. So there are different forms of uh, of emergencies. And 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 again, we need we need good comprehension skills, man. Like we that's so important to, to have those things. And we need to have physical physical training. Like I know growing up, man, we used to stay getting kicked out the house to go do hey, y'all need to get the hell up out of here, go do something. And that's what we did. And and by going out, I know right now in the world we live in today, you can't just do that no more because it's a war going on outside that nobody's safe from. So I know you can't just do it like we used to do it back in the day because of a, a lot of the uh, the um, the violence that's out here. But we do need to uh, create safe zones that our children uh, and our young people can be reintroduced if you will because we want we want to see them have life and be able to express all the creativity that they can that they can create within their minds to have the best lives that they can have too and we, it's important that we do those things give them that country living they need to come to the fish fry 
Shout out to that. I, I, I want a fish fry right now. I wish I could. Go ahead, Salty. I'm done. What's going on, guys? Hi, Salty Coffee. Hi, Icon. Hi, everyone in the audience. What's up? Salute hey, to you, Dr. Dr. Lovestell. How are you? Mm -hmm. Thank you for stopping Absolutely. by. <laughs> yes, I don't even do religion. I get into holy days more so, to be honest, like Hanukkah, Russian Hanukkah, Sukkot, and all that stuff. That stuff is really, really fun. It's like really kind of like you can enjoy kind of like turning up with your family for like days. You know, it's beautiful. So, yes, I would definitely love to because that's beautiful. You know what I mean? Like, it's not for no Black Lives Matter, no nothing. It's just, okay, even if we are on here talking, let's not be watching TV. Let's not be doing too much. Let's communicate. You know what I'm saying? If we can help somebody, help them, you know, cash app, whatever we can do to just help them do that, you know, that'd be beautiful. Yeah. Togetherness in a spiritual way. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Ma you know what? Matter of fact, red light, green light. Yes. Have y'all ever played Mother May I? Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like when you used to get in the street and play with the baseball stick. Not a baseball bat, but a stick. You know what I'm saying? Kickball, make bases out of pizza boxes, you know, stuff like that. I ain't gonna lie, I just brought up not too long ago. Even people back in the day used to play high go get it. Now people just playing out, just raping, killing, stealing, doing all types of stuff where it was so much more like people try to keep it in the dark. People don't even care. They do it all in the daylight, early in the morning. Like it's just wow. You know? So to me, it's beautiful to get away from the TV and stuff because it helped me not see so much to where I really can enjoy a little peace in my Hold up. Hold up. Technical T. <laughs> did you did you just say hi and go get it? She sure did. And I only learned about that recently from you. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I love it. You know, this really makes this making this making my I ain't go get it. Yeah. Um damn, I don't even know what to say. Well, okay, get the next quote. <laughs> I go get it. No, I mean you wanna share for those that don't know what that means? Because not think, everybody I, I, knows. We get some laughs, so I think everybody know what how I go get it. Is. No. And we ain't talking I didn't about know what it was until you yeah, you know when we was young. Well, they can, again, if they Google it, if they Google it, they'll they'll know, right? It it would be up there. I, no, I think I, I did Google think, it. Yeah, because I didn't believe if, you when you said it. If, if you go to the urban, um, <laughs> I, I didn't that. believe it when you said it, so I googled but, it and but, it was but there. About, but think about this: everything that we did back in the day, if you think about it, was helping us to be sharp. It was preparing us for, you know, future times to come. Because how I go get it, you know, you're going to be pre preparing to be a daddy or mommy. You know what I mean? If you don't know what you're doing, or you're going to prepare to get yourself in some trouble. One of the two. But the main thing was you was outside 
you was going and finding places to hide to get away from somebody that was looking for you to tag you in or do some stuff they wasn't supposed to do unless you just wanted to get caught. Some people just wanted to get caught. It depends on who was the person coming to look for you. But these are the things that these are the things that we did growing up that gave us the physical activity that we needed. So we we stay in in survival mode. We stay physically fit, ready to do what we had to do. I'm talking about if all of my friends growing up was very active. I don't care if it was the skinniest dude or the chubbiest. We played and we we played sports. We played uh uh uh, uh throw it up, catch it and run. You know, we did all that stuff. Baseball. We did all of those things. It was designed. We we did go to the lakes and the rivers. Know how to go out of, if you didn't have a fishing pole, you know how to get you one of them nice uh branches or whatever, and get you some uh get you some damn some thread or whatever, some kind of string or whatever with a paper clip or whatever you had to do. You go right out there to the lake and you fish, dig up some worms out the ground. You understand me? You gonna make a meal. I remember my mom used to tell me, uh, may her soul rest in peace. Right on the Indian River, I'm from Fort Pierce, Florida, St. Lucie County. That's down in South Florida, an hour and 30 minutes north of Miami. And I remember my mom used to wake me and my brother up and say, go catch your breakfast. We'd out on the Indian River catching stingrays, blowfish, and red snappers. You know, the earth produces everything that we need to survive. Everything. I've, I've, I've been in places, I have a cousin on YouTube, his name is CJ. His um, his show is called Gardening with Goo. We used to walk through the neighborhoods where the mango trees would be so heavy with mangoes hanging over the. And we would go and just take. And the people, if, if they knew you, they let you come in. Star apples, whatever the case may be, Chinese plums, whatever the case may be. We knew how to get us some food because the earth produced it. So in times of emergency, just having that type of understanding as children, we knew what to do. Oranges, you know, grapefruits, whatever the case may be, it's out there. And we do need to reinstitute these things so our children can know uh, 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 in these times of emergencies or something that may happen to where there's a damn famine in the land or whatever the case may be. And a famine in the land don't mean ain't nothing growing from the earth. It mean the Windex don't shut down, the Kroger don't shut down, the Walmart don't shut down, and they ain't trying to feed us. You got to know how to group up, do what you need to do, and we need to start educating ourselves or re-educating ourselves on how to do the things we need to do to keep ourselves safe. That's the whole point. And don't be going out there playing no high and go get it, grown people. No, the the one thing that I do want to see, if anybody is aware of adult scouts, that's something mm -hmm. that I would be interested at 53, ready to retire and do my own thing out there. Yeah, I'm I'm ready to do a adult scout type of thing, survival. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, the, uh... Exactly. We can't do it like back in the day because... Even parents, the, it's the adults that's showing these younger kids how to behave, and this is what's happening. It's the, that structure, you know what I'm saying? Everybody, as soon as they talk about gun laws, everybody, oh, I, I got a gun, I'm a gun, I'm a gun, I got a gun. And then look what happened. Having guns is not fun. It's, it's, 
it's just a way to where the enemy knew it was going to be people that's going to take themselves out. And this is why men say on self-destruction and on so many levels. I know people can see it. People have to understand this now. Or they never will. Absolutely. Power up. <laughs> Honestly, uh, I wasn't going to chime in too much tonight, but uh, <laughs> I see Salty Coffee is not aware that that absolutely was a game that we played a lot of back in the day. And, uh, <laughs> oh, right I heard. <laughs> Yeah, but honestly, y'all, honest to those that know, and for those that don't know, y'all may not want to now know. Now you know. It was definitely part of our upbringing. Honestly, y'all, much love. Power up. Power up. See, and, that, and, and that's the difference between suburbs or countryside versus urban versus mm-hmm. men, boys, uh, girls, right? Um, in the urban environment in the 80s, we weren't allowed to go out because it was dangerous. There was mm. the crack, you know, uh, all over the place, drugs, AIDS. It was, you know, we we talk about how dangerous things are right now. I I don't know if anyone was aware of the 80s in New York City. It was, I mean, it was crazy. Mm-hmm. People were getting shot, I mean, left and right. If you think gun violence is a thing um, now, back in the 80s, people were just like, bam, bam, bam. Like, it, they didn't care. Daytime, nighttime, right in front of you. Um, bullets going through windows every night. I mean, that's how we lived. And, you know, for those that survived, man, we got a lot to talk about. But we we didn't, if we lived in the city, we didn't have that privilege, especially girls, to be out. So that's just not something that I'm aware of, you know, or, or knowledgeable of, of survival. Like, my survival is living in an urban environment and having to, to spread that, that loaf of bread for three weeks, you know, or just water drinking water or not having anything at all because we didn't have um fast food restaurants we didn't have none of that back then so our our diet was way better in the 70s and 80s when it came to natural foods at least in my household you know um where we ate beans you know caribbean food if you will Mm -hmm. but um there was no restaurants and canned food and all of that stuff going on. I know I hear a lot of people did grow with a lot of canned food, um, Chef Boyardee and stuff like that. But um, that's just not something that, you know, I, I have. I, I live by now. Like, I, I don't really buy anything canned. I haven't bought anything canned. Um or box or anything because my my understanding with my culture is that if you have to if if you can store for months <laughs> something's up um and most likely it's not good for you however 
the things that we buy from the store, even when it's natural fruits and vegetables, we have to also be careful where that comes from, too, because we don't know how it's grown. We don't know what kind of chemicals it's grown in or what kind of water. What is the groundwater clean? Is is the rain? You know, we just don't know. But well, that, that's why it's important to have shows like this and uh, salute to Salty Coffee. That's that queen for um put a lot of a lot of the times or majority of the times the topics in that we come up with after having discussions with each other she uh really pushed the envelope on trying to make sure that we stay grounded and stay consistent with the message of how to unify and how to take care of ourselves how to uh uh get get to the resources that we need i know we're talking about emergencies and one of the things, even though canned food ain't the best food in emergency, if that's what you have, try to get the best of what you can get. And if we learn how to can our own food like we used to do back in the day, I know my grandma and great grandmas and granddaddies, they knew how to go out and take natural food and they knew the process of how to can their stuff and preserve, preserve certain things, too, uh, that we didn't have to rely on win dixie and and walmarts and stuff like that we they had gardens uh, you know and stuff like that i you know all over the country you know well uh, uh everybody was affected by you know the, the 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 drug epidemic i'm gonna call it a drug epidemic whether that was heroin the introdu introduction of crack cocaine into our areas you know in every ghetto in every slum you know you have those who sometimes living below the poverty line you know and they in they in real real survival mode um that's again when you when you live up under certain circumstances um that force you to have to know how to do certain things and i know sometimes it might not be the best because in survival mode, you may do some things that you might not want to do. Some people will go steal a little something. You know, you got people that eating out of garbage cans or whatever they had to do. And and that's a sad thing. And that's why we're always talking about what the collective should be doing and what we could be doing to make sure that we eradicate, do what we can to eradicate poverty, eradicate uh, uh, those things where we're not in a position to have good living uh, a residence, or places to stay for our families and stuff. And it's a collective uh, issue that if we can ever get it off the ground, we can definitely be in a position to have the type of protections that we need for any kind of emergencies coming down the line um, and, and, and be able to make it. That's what, that's what we're here for. And I want to salute Salty Coffee and also, again, salute everybody in the foundation that is coming through and doing your part. Uh, we have to you know, give acknowledgement to all of you for doing your part and trying to keep the narrative going towards unity. And that's what we need. So salute to you, Salty Coffee. Thank you. And most important, not just to talk about it either. Let's execute it. We're going to have mm -hmm. a blackout day. Everybody pick your own blackout day for you and your family, because I think um, technical T made it clear that there was a moment in her life where that was the thing to do because she felt better. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes we just need to unplug and take Absolutely. that sabbatical and take that sabbatical and just get away from it all. But um, in the meantime, <laughs> while we're here to share this information, yeah, um, 
learn how to disconnect for a little bit so that we can reconnect in person and in real life and in real time with each other to execute those things that we talk about every day. And you know, it's crazy because I brought this up on a talk the other day and it was so sad because like how you see it, like it's teaching you to do this and that, but it was like for me, I saw where like people, if you think about it, who get ran down, raped and molested today, you know what I'm saying? This is what it, it turned out to be like for me, like, you know what I'm saying? And people, they, that, they said that game was fun. They played it. I seen my cousin them playing it with these little girls when I was in kindergarten. And I was up on top of the little uh, monkey bars. And I was just sitting up there watching. Like, uh-uh. Ain't nobody about to throw me down on no ground. And I just was like, uh-uh. But people, some girls, them little fast ones, they definitely like it. I ended up being a little fast when I was in my teens, you know. But, you know, here we are. <laughs> I must have been very protected from all these games because I okay I I'm I'm 52 and I had no idea that this was going on anywhere. <laughs> so, um, okay, next message. Reinstitute and these things. If people don't know how to make some homemade buttermilk biscuits just out of flour, mm-hmm. some water and salt and all this little stuff, a little baking soda, you know what I'm saying? Ain't ain't nobody gonna be able to do nothing. People really ain't gonna be ready for it. If you don't even know how to make no fire out of sticks, you better get you a metal little fire starter thing. We put you some grass and stuff in it so you can you know, make you some fire. Like, this is stuff that we been teaching our kids. You know what I'm saying? Because this is real for me. It's real for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, to the point where you're going to have to learn how to make threading out of tree. The inside of the tree. To stitch things together. To make clothing or whatever. Like, what what are you going to do? If you don't learn how to hunt for animals, bears, or whatever, you're going to be lost. Technical T talking about that real, real, real hardcore surviving, and that's a fact. And she's yeah. and she's right on point. Uh, and I'm telling you, uh, Malcolm X said something one time: if you if you're not prepared to eat rats, you ain't ready for the revolution. You know, you got to get right down on up in that thing. I know right now we living in a world right now where it's convenient for us and. You know, uh, we there, there may be a sense of entitlement, but listen, when you got to go back to that to that earth and really get it from the mud and get it from the muscle, yeah, we owe it. We owe it to our children. We owe it to our babies and and our future uh, uh, children coming down the line. These generations, yeah, we owe it to them to re to uh, connect them to these thought patterns because that's real. What technical is talking about, man. You got to know how to use this earth for your real true survival because outside of that there, these corporations that's buying up all this stuff and these billionaires that's buying up all this land that's 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 modifying our food and they making uh, rice out of plastic and all this bull crap. Destroying Man, our everything. Stomach, 
Absolutely. Our stomachs and our lives are in the hands of some terrible, terrible people that don't have no love for us. So salute to Technical T for making, I mean, for really bringing that front and center in that way, because that's how real it is out, out here. And it's going to get, trust, it's going to get that bad to where we're going to need to be able to do these things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, y'all got me over here cracking up. I'm so sorry. Yeah, they played out a lot of of. <laughs> he made sure he put that, listen, uh, quotation marks, a lot of of. Uh, that game. Okay, Doc Bay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Doc Bay must be blushing right now. He must be like, oh, my God. Yeah, we know that. Thank you for your... Um, Popping up, Doc Bay. I know you don't like to usually comment, but he cracking okay. up. Mm. At least in my house, I really can't even do these debates anymore. You know what I'm saying? Dealing with like epilepsy, and it's something because like your brain it be like weak, you know, for a while, and restoring it. You definitely gotta make sure you feed it the right things. You know, the nutrition is the word. You know the things you watching from what you read and the intake you listening after a while it will beat you down you know and then as an adult me I'm 39 and to hear adults on here go back and forth like they just is worse to these people you see on love and hip-hop like people you see in the hood and stuff like it's like wow and then you wonder why the children ain't getting no better it's just like it's just after a while, you definitely do have to take a break. That's why I do take my breaks, you know. I definitely do take my breaks from all of my platforms. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm with you 100% on that technical. The ground? Yes. My kids, they went fishing with a stick, with uh, some string, and uh, some cornflakes, you know. So, I mean, we did go and buy them some little fishing poles. It's to the point where, to be honest, me and my husband was just talking about this. Listen, last night, we're thinking about going to buy us our own fish and really start farming fish. Like, we're going to have to really start having stuff like this for our own self, shoot. You know what I'm saying? Because what you going to do? If you ain't growing no nuts or growing some herbs or something or whatever inside indoor gardening, people is going to be stuck. Seriously. Because when the sun get blotted out for 40 years in our time, ain't nobody doing nothing. It's going to be so cold. It's going to be like upside down. Come on, uh, and how to take I am um, also do this thing it's called uh, help people I don't try to get paid off of it just hope evolve love peace people because to me I feel like if you can find a way to get someone hope reason to look for hope to hope you know when that evolves you know they get to experience love you know and when you get to experience true unconditional love you will experience peace and far as being the people that's what happens you know you want to just help people because I want everyone to get to experience the love that they might have missed growing up or within a relationship whatever it is this is what I love to do yeah y'all this is technical tea that's me
Absolutely. We want you to videotape that stuff and really show us how to do this stuff for the city folks. So be ready, technical team. Growing up where my dad used to take me to pick uh, fruit off the tree, you know, kiwis and um, apples and oranges. And, you know, that's how we got our, our fruit a lot of times for free. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. you know, the those moments where you was talking about growing foods, we talked about this in the last live as well. And like my grandma, like she would cook from scratch. And I was talking about this with someone else and how my grandma would roll the dough, the flour, you know, up with the pen because she created the mm-hmm. flour from, you know, from scratch. And from scratch. it's not... Not that many people do that. You know, they just buy everything prepared, like the pies and cakes and stuff. You know, not a lot of people take that time to do that. I'm going to send another message. Absolutely. And so I recall her creating the biscuits from scratch and creating cakes and pies and let it telling me, come, you know, come look because one day I won't be here. And we were like, Grandma, stop talking like that. Like, don't, we didn't want to hear it, you know? But she was, she was telling the facts on that one. And like, just watching her create these dishes, everybody that knew her loved it. She was known for her cakes and pies and cooking and everything, you know, those moments. And uh, just learning those skill sets, you know, got me to a point to be able to create my own dishes and, and everything like that. Um, And it's just a beautiful thing just to realize or visualize myself as I'm talking about it and reminiscing how it's so important. It was so important back then with our family members to teach us those basic, uh, those basic steps of life. Yeah. I've seen your videos and cooking and, we share your cooking too, so that other other people can learn as well. Even though I say basic, but they they were important. They were key aspects of life of growing. But it was up to us to take and and and, and run with it, right? Some of us didn't even listen, pay attention because we just didn't know. But um, as y'all talking, you're talking about learning those things. Um, is important. It is our, our society, unfortunately, uh, has changed throughout since the eighties and all this over that. I know Salty Coffee was talking about that, and I even knew about the game Salty Coffee back then. I never oh. played it, but I knew about it. And of course, I'm younger than you, but <laughs> you know, and I'm from New York, and I mean, we played other games as well. But wow, you don't even know that. But you know, hey, to each his own, you know. And everybody's developed the same way or environment-wise. But that was funny to know that, you know? Yeah, no, I grew up um, as in a dance school. Like, I was put in places where I was active doing something else outside of what all the other kids were doing. So I wouldn't say that I was... Um, was that was that thing called when when you protect your children from the environment shelter. and the place you shelter? I wasn't sheltered in that way. Um, I was uh, just sheltered to focus on some other things other than you know 
things like that that can potentially put me in a situation of getting hurt, you know? Because that's what, I don't know, that's what it sounds like to me. Um, like, it didn't sound like a safe game. <laughs> According to Technical T, she was like, oh, not me. <laughs> so, well, yeah, you know. It, it involved hunching, what we call hunching. You know what hunching is? Who? <laughs> Wait, what you say? <laughs> hunting? Hun hunching. We oh, was hunching no, on we, we was hunching on each other. What, what does that mean? <laughs> like like grinding? Grinding. That's all you're yeah. doing? There you go. Oh, okay. Like when you little, you doing it, you like again, like children moving too fast but being prepared because instinctively that you're hunching on each other and stuff like that. And as you get older, when we got a little older, hunching turned into some other stuff, you know. Uh and again, it was a it was a game that we played um in fun and then you know sometimes you get a little too hot in your ass and you go to doing some stuff you ain't supposed to do and next thing you know you got some some little bright eyed little child looking at you saying mama that that oh boy here we go you know what i mean so it's not a bad thing that you missed hide and go get it that was actually a good thing Trust. okay all right but <laughs> <laughs> <Follow> what? <up. laughs> yeah technical teeth but you know, uh, y'all know, I, I definitely try to stay very serious about a lot of these things because it is very serious, you know, the condition we done found ourselves in. And the things and the topics that y'all talk about, they're so important. And you know, I just find it interesting how we still would prefer to put our energy into non-productive, non-things. Yet I'm not into condemning us no matter what we choose to do, because we have free will. Yeah, we definitely have to get into self-sufficiency, understanding that it's our natural right to know how to survive without being dependent. And it's very important. That's been my message the entire time. And, you know, I have a lot to contribute to that, yet the people have to be willing to receive it. But honestly, y'all, honestly, your willingness. Power is the people. Let's grow. Let grow. Power up. Power up. up. Thank you. And, and we know and we appreciate your contribution here on Stereo with with everything that you bring. Yeah. I remember Absolutely. when I went to the Bay for the first time and then I, I went a few times after that and I went crabbing and it was my first time doing it. It was so much fun, like even getting the cage and the rope and getting like the bait just to, you know, pull them up. Um, and the cage and in the cage, it seemed like they got smarter. Right. So you had to, you had to think different. So I would just use the rope with the hook and the, the bait. And it seemed like I could pull them up faster, the crabs and put them in the bucket, you know, for some reason you would think the cage was, but I guess they got used to the cage and they were like, nah, we ain't going in there. And it was just so much fun. And then it was so delicious. Ooh. Just your own free crabs. Don't got to pay for anything. Best. <laughs> Reminiscent. But fishing was cool, too. I did it on the ocean, long fishing, but I wasn't successful. Yeah, absolutely. Thank that you for sharing that. Yeah. Creativity. Uh, well, yeah, family, I, um, I definitely have been trying to encourage people to start stockpiling seeds, you know, especially in the off seasons like this, you know. They're normally 50 cent a quarter, 
you know, every time you go to Walmart or the depots, or just anywhere, just buy a few packs of seeds or order them online. They have them in bulk where you can get 60,000 seeds, you know, just from from Amazon. And we know that they do GMO a lot of things. And when you go to the grocery store, when you're buying stuff, man, see, that's not the era we came up in. We came up in the era where, you know, in the North and in the South, you know, people understood and knew how to go to nature. So, man, we have to remember how to dig waterways. There's water underneath our feet. Everything we need is already provided in abundance. Yet we're Absolutely. so distracted. So, mm-hmm. trust that conversations like this will help steer the aim in the proper direction. Absolutely, man. Yes, I love it. I love it. Mm-hmm. Ready, technical team. Okay, now see the thing is, I really don't like to do big things. So, what I've been doing, like you can even check in. Listen, my homeboy, even Rico on here, he cooled in a fan. You know what I'm saying? And um, I've even like Miss Esther, she get up here. Like I don't like to really tell too much, but you know, like you just you can you know how people donate you on here. Like I really get people's cash app and I'll donate them. Whatever it is, I don't care if it's just $20, you know what I'm saying? Just because, like, when they, on that real time, they when they're sacrificing themselves, which is their time, you know, to share real information, um, to help people see things that they did not see before in different ways, you know, it will make you want to give to people. And Mr. Mister Rico, he, he, he opened my eyes to that on here, you know, seriously. Seriously. Mm-hmm. the biscuits from scratch and crink. <laughs> Beautiful oh, thing. Man. Just a real life thing. It's crystal. That's so cool, man. See? And that's why I love my grandma. Her, her birthday is December 13th. My birthday is December 21st. I miss her so much. Like, for real. That was like my mom. Like, I'm so glad she taught us how to wash clothes out of these little metal tub things she had. Hang them on the line. You know, I used to hate going to get them because they had those pincher bugs in it. You know, when you go get your clothes off the line. But she had us out there picking greens, picking green tomatoes. She had a beech tree. She helped even give stuff to the neighbors. Like, man. You just brought back so much memories. Like this, this is what it is for me. Like, but I'm thankful. I'm thankful, and I get to share. It. And I'm, a, and I'm gonna share it with as many people that is willing to learn. It's beautiful, y'all. That's what it's all about. Thank you. Like children it's, moving too fast, but big. Girl, listen, Miss Fortecoff. Listen, it was freeze tag. And when they tagged you, they tagged that ass. That's what it was. Oh, my God. <laughs> when they caught you, they got the hump on you. <laughs> and, and this is why I feel like, man, this, this is, yes, that's what it was. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> to know how to survive without being... But I just like to take these moments too to if there is someone that is in need to hear for that. But we have to be intuitive to the heart. Because a lot of people ain't going to tell you. 
I done been in conversation with some young brothers on here, and you can tell they are depressed. They are going through some things. They haven't found that loved one and stuff like that. And when you learn some things about a man, it's certain things that men have to absolutely do because they can end up with actual health disorders and heart problems because of certain things, you know. Um, so this is why I know it, it really ain't good for men to be left alone. Even though women's, we go through our things, but we definitely, you know, if we can keep our emotions together, we definitely can be some strong people, you know, especially who go by faith, you know. I'm technical team. I'm through. I remember the first time I had an out-of-body experience. I was um, in a coma for 14 days. I went up into a mountain. I seen a lion that had the head of a horse. We talked, bun some herb around the fucking garden and shit. But I was in there for 14 days. I had a lot of um, deep experiences. Um, I'm not too sure. Welcome, Vuga. Hello to you. Is he in the audience? <laughs> he in the audience? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I don't see him uh, in the oh audience. God, that was but, weird. Uh, but he said he had an out-of-body experience, too. And I heard something about gardening um, in there, too. Um, if you can, if you're in the shadows somewhere, if you want, if you can come ex explain a little more about that and the connection, um, glad that you came up out of your coma, uh, for sure. So we have um, one message from Facebook and someone um, we requested that they share uh, any survival tips that they have and mm -hmm. they store their canned uh, food. So that's one of their uh, tips for us here on Stereo and around the um, other social media platforms. We're going to play this. Uh, last message uh, we have about nine minutes because we're going to try to end it um, in the two hour uh, <laughs> we, we usually only try to do one hour but this has been great information and feedback Absolutely. and I want to thank everybody who stopped by today to give their memories whether that be how did they survive uh, uh, through their struggle through not having these um conveniences that we have today on a normal right that you know we we've been survivors since day one and most of the time certain things may not phase us because we're like oh no water for 10 days hey you know been there done that or no electricity for two days okay no problem but some people really go crazy some people mm -hmm. Um, you know, and I would say the younger people would really like, what do you mean? Like, how am I going to do this and how am I going to do that? And it's like, well, let's start learning how you can do it for, um, a couple of weeks. <laughs> so, you know, uh, less complaining and more planning is what I say. Where just buy a few oh. packs of seeds or order them online. Mm. Listen, Mr. Dog Bay, listen, today we just went and got us some happy frogs, some organic soil, 
Yes, we're about to get some ladybug killer. We're about to get to tree in the soil. Yes, we're about to grow all types of herbs and plants and, you know, and herbs too. You feel me? Yes, for real. The oxygen that when you do in gardening, you actually is putting great clean oxygen into your home. And people don't understand that. So when you get to truly learning about indoor gardens and growing certain trees and having certain plants in your house, you actually giving yourself clean air to breathe in. Seriously. Come on, technical. Technical really on it. She tuned in, she locked in, and she tuned in to some great, great stuff. And thank you, technical, for helping us to extend the conversation. Again, as Sarty said, thank all of you, Crystal, um, respect each other, Doc Bay, power up, power is the people, AI, salute to you for sticking and staying with us, and of course, Shonda, hola, to you. And that's, that's Black Casper. What, respect each other? Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. Why people? Hi, Black Casper. How do you be, be shape-shifting on me here? Twixie baby do that to me all the time. <laughs> she does. <laughs> yeah, she that's because you, you know, you come on your regularly scheduled program. Um, but I am so appreciative of this talk tonight. I thank everyone who stopped by for Crystal's um ebook launch earlier today at 7 p.m. Please make sure you're following Crystal. Um, soon you'll be following Shonda with her business and please make sure you follow Technical T, AI and Doc Bay if you haven't done so already. For those of you on Facebook, Twitch, Twitter, YouTube and all of these other platforms from the Salty Coffee Podcast and the Icon 6, please, please, please make sure you come and visit us one day here on the Stereo app where we're family. We're, we're actually working together to hopefully one day unite, meet each other, and execute everything we've been talking about for, what, three years now since COVID? <laughs> we've been family. Mm. I mean, we just had a baby who was born from stereo. We had our first stereo um, baby creation um, from people who meet here and fall in love um, because of the mm. topics that they have. But this is going to be our last message um, because we're about to close it out. Casper. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. How is everybody doing this evening? Salty coffee. How you doing this evening? Sunday evening. Icon. How you doing, brother man? This is Black Casper. Respect each other. The warrior out here on the stereo street stopping in. Just getting up not that long ago. I'm out here in Texas. Um, I'll be getting up in the next two hours, two to three hours, to head to uh, Dallas, Texas to drop my load off, and then I'll be uh, doing my home time in Texas. So just stopping through, showing some love and support. What's up, Crystal? Shonda, Doc Bay, Ali, Technical T. Happy Sunday to everybody. I'm out of here, though power up that's what i'm talking about keep it power <laughs> green power green power green that's what i'm talking about doc bay you got a good thing going on absolutely <laughs>
Wow, and I just got on. It's been about seven, eight months now for me being on here. That's that's great. So we definitely going to do our first visit in D.C. So it's definitely coming up to meet you all. It's been real. This is Technical T here on Serial Streets. Yeah, that's me. Good night. Good night, Technical Good night, Technical T. <laughs> yes, indeed. Man, I had a I had a okay. great time. I, I should have had a great time. Thank I'm glad everybody. you woke up. Yeah, because I yeah, them seven days, them seven days be on me. So I'm gonna have to go read Crystal's book and get my entrepreneur um chops. In together. the making. Yeah, in, in the, the making. Great book. In the making. I got to go and <laughs> step my game up. Now I got to go do my ebook. They keep telling me to Ron, Icon, when you gonna come out with your book, bro? They wanna turn my my story into a movie. My, I had to talk back to my brother um, down south about that because my nephew said something about it too. So I really do need to kick it in high gear a little bit and um, go ahead and take this take this life, man, and put it on the screen and put it on the in in the book. So. That's a great thing. Salute to everybody that's doing their thing out there that's making it happen, man. Salute to you. And I'm, I wish so much success to all of you. And uh, before I go, my, my last closing statements, as always, shout out to everybody out there in the truck life out there, all of my family and friends and those who getting our products from from uh, city to city, state to state across this country out there. Y'all be safe out there on that road. As always, we really appreciate y'all and the work that y'all do. And for every man and woman that's out there involved in any kind of work, whether that's a job or whether you got your own business established, man, continue to do what you do to uh, create the type of life that you know that you deserve. And again, let's keep our eyes on the collective and let's try to find ways to come together so that we can have some group operation and some group cooperation that we can take care of us. Because at the end of the day, if don't nobody else do anything, we got to do something. That's just my thing. I love you all with God's perfect love. I am your boy, The Icon. And I turn it back over to the boss. Go ahead, boss. Everyone, have a good night. It's been a pleasure. Um, seven o'clock today, we had a talk with I Am Crystal for her ebook launch. Please make sure you visit www.saltycoffeepodcast.com for all of our other talks and everything that we do. And you can also visit www.theicon6.com where you can find the circle of the gods. Though that conversation is every Saturday at 9 p.m. Eastern time right here on stereo app only um panelists are alien priest spoken thoughts and dub and it's a great conversation that they had last night mm-hmm. no fighting no arguing no debate um just a lot of questions and a lot of solutions to today's problems so the circle of the gods is not what you think as the title. It is just men getting together to find solutions to everyday issues that we're going and happening right now in real time today. So peace and love to everyone. Make sure you self-care because if you don't take care of yourself, guess what? Ain't nobody else going to take care. You know, like you, if you don't take care of yourself, you can't take care of other people. How about that? 
So please make sure that you take care of yourself. Get some sleep, Crystal. Give it some time. Shonda, continue your beautiful magic creativity. Doc Bay, thank you so much for stopping my technical tea. I learned so much from you today, and I'm hoping to learn a lot more. So if I'm not following you, I'll be following you ASAP. And please make sure that we're all following each other. Have a good night. Salute. I call